Today is the feast day of the fourth joyful mystery of the rosary, the presentation of baby Jesus in the temple. From the Old Testament, a short reading from the book of Malachi, where it prophesizes the coming of the Messiah and the holy sacrifice of the Mass. It says, Behold, I send my angel, and he shall prepare the way before my face. And presently, the Lord whom you seek and the angel of the testament, whom you desire, shall come to his temple. Behold, he cometh, saith the Lord of hosts. And who shall be able to think of the day of his coming? And who shall stand to see him? For he is like a refining fire, and like a fuller's herb. He shall sit refining and cleansing the silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi. And he shall refine them as gold and as silver. He's going to get them out of original and mortal sin and into sanctifying grace. He shall refine them as gold and silver, and they shall offer sacrifices to the Lord in justice. That sacrifice they're going to offer to the Lord in justice. Justice means giving God his due. The sacrifice they're going to give is the mass, the body and the blood of Jesus. That sacrifice happened once for all on Calvary, and it's applied to our souls at the holy sacrifice of the Mass, which is the same sacrifice, just entering into Calvary sacrifice. Calvary sacrifice become present because it's the same body, the same blood that separated at Calvary. The body and blood is separated at Mass through separate consecrations. It's a sacramental immolation, while Calvary was a bloody immolation. One was painful, bloody, bloody and grotesque, and the other is unpainful, unbloody, and most glorious. Then in the next reading, we move into the book of Hebrews, the New Testament. St. Paul is going to write about the Incarnation and the Holy Sacrifice, the Mass. St. Paul writes, Therefore, because the children are partakers of flesh and blood, Jesus also himself, in like manner, hath been partaker of the same. God became man, took on flesh. That through death, Jesus might destroy him who had the empire of death, that is to say, the devil, and might deliver them who, through the fear of death, were all in their lifetime subject to servitude. In other words, they were subject to original sin. They were yoked to Satan. Now Jesus is going to come. God becomes man, Jesus. And he's going to break that yoke of Satan. And we'll put on the yoke of Christ. Be yoked to Christ in sanctifying grace. Instead of being yoked to the devil in original and mortal sin. For nowhere does he take hold of the angels, but of the seed of Abraham he taketh hold. In other words, the angels fell, and God didn't become an angel and redeem them. But man fell, and God became man and redeemed him. Wherefore it, wherefore it behooved him in all things to be made like unto his brethren, took on flesh, that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest before God. Ooh, that's the mass right there. And that he might be a, here it comes, he might be a propriation for the sins of the people. 
That's what Calvary is. It's the appropriation for the sins of the people. And that's what the Mass is. It's that appropriation for the sins of the people made present in time. Mass is a big, big deal. It's not just a bunch of people getting together and praying real nice. No, no. The Mass is the body and blood of Jesus made present on the altar and offered in adoration, thanksgiving, reparation, and petition. It's the way God wants to be worshipped. Mass is a big, big, big deal. One Mass is the most significant thing that ever happened in your life. All your whole life, the most significant thing that'll be is a Mass that you, that, that you attended. Because that's the, the body and blood of Jesus on the altar, separated, sacramentally, and offered. You can't worship God any better than the holy sacrifice of the Mass, Jesus' body and blood offered to God the Father. Enter the Gospel, we go. Luke, 22, Luke, Luke 2. And after the days of Mary's purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they carried Jesus to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male opening the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according as is written in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a, in Jerusalem a man named Simeon. This man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was in him. And he had received an answer from the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. And Simeon came by spirit into the temple. And when his parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, Simeon also took him into his arms and blessed God and said, Now thou dost dismiss thy servant, O Lord, according to thy word in peace, because my eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to the revelation of the Gentiles, and the glory of thy people Israel. A light. That would make great mental prayer today. Just that word, light. Jesus is light. A light to the revelation of the Gentiles. A light. Remember the transfiguration? Jesus' face shone like the sun. He's light. Remember the conversion of St. Paul? When Jesus appears, the resurrected Jesus appears to St. Paul. St. Paul's blinded by the light. Jesus is light. Oh, when we walk into a Catholic church, from the tabernacle. There's light coming out of that tabernacle. You can't see it, but oh, if you could only see the light, if we could see the light that comes from that, wow, we'd be dumbstruck like the apostles of the transfiguration. Jesus is light. That's why today the church blesses candles on the, on, on the uh, feast day of the presentation. The church blesses candles because, because of this verse, a light to revelation of the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Jesus is light. Satan and mortal sin is darkness. Jesus is light. And today's Latin, panem nostum quotidianum de nobis odie. Panem, bread. Give us this day our daily bread. In this petition, we ask God for all that we need for our spiritual well-being and for our physical well-being. 
Give us this day our daily bread. Panam nostrum, quotidianum de nobis odiae.